Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our love revolution, where we discuss ideas and topics that help us love ourselves and one another more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. We always need more love. So today we have another amazing show. Yes. Today's topic, is it all about you or is it all about love? What are you focused on? What are you attracting? Ooh, this sounds like this is for the singles. Yes. Yes. Well, you know what? It could apply to marriage too. It's really about focus. I'm excited. I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it today. That's right. But before we jump to that, it's time for catching up with the clocks. Yes. So anything new you want to share with the listeners about your week? Anything interesting, exciting? This week has been a great week. You know, we're still acclimating to living in North Carolina. And when you leave one mm-hmm. reality and you go to a new one, it takes a little while to reestablish yourself. So this mm-hmm. week, I feel like I'm getting it. I'm getting a routine. I started right. working out again. Mm-hmm. Our space is pretty much completed. So I'm feeling good. It was a good week. Nice. Got some things done. I felt productive. Nice, nice. Yeah, you got a little more pep in your stuff, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been kind of like vacay mode, don't want to do anything, just right. kind of chilling. But, you know, giving myself some time to adjust. Beautiful, beautiful. How about you? It's been a great week for me as well. I'm still adjusting and adapting. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to the gym as well. Joined the gym out here. Mm-hmm. And I was fiending for a workout for a while. And finally I got back in, got a membership. And the thing that's interesting about the gym that I was laughing at and I was telling you the other day mm-hmm. is that the guys around my age, they are not giving me that Southern hospitality at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this sense of like, that male thing, you know, mm-hmm. that territorial competition. thing. Yeah, competition. Mm-hmm. And I am grateful that I'm in great shape and don't have a gut and all of that. And a lot of these guys <laughs> do. So they kind of feel a little intimidated. But uh, it's all good. I'm not tripping on them. In fact, I like it better because they don't when talk I go to, to the you. gym, nobody, I don't like people to talk to me. <laughs> right. That's nothing worse than going to the gym and have people, you know, small talking you while you're here to work out. And yeah. so... I am grateful. Yes. So let's jump to the topic. Okay, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna let you lead this one. You know, I wanted to talk about this because I noticed a lot of times in love and dating, and especially since people have started focusing on manifesting and law of attraction and energy, Mm -hmm. people are really deciding like what they want from a partner, what they want from marriage, what they want from dating. And I've noticed that the focus is really on themselves and what they want. And Mm. love is about two people coming together and wanting to be with someone and wanting to love someone and wanting to make someone else's life great. So I wanted to Mm. talk about this because I want people who are dating to add that to their focus. When you're just focused on yourself, what happens is your ego gets involved Mm -hmm. and your ego does not want you to get married and your ego does not not want you to have love. Mm -hmm. Your ego just wants to complain and say nothing's good enough. And I feel like a lot of people are not attracting the partner that they want and the love and the marriage because they're focused more on themselves than they are on the actual idea of love and sharing their lives with someone. So what do you think about that? You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And based on all the coaching that we've done with people dealing with this, I've found from my perspective, the overwhelming majority of the time, it's the women that do it more than men. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And the women come up with a big list of all these things that they want in a guy. He has to be six foot five. He has to make this much money. Yeah. He has to kind of want this many kids. And he has to, you know, treat me like this and treat me like that. And they come up with this huge list, which is good. Right. Because you have to identify what it is that you want mm-hmm. in a relationship, in a partner. But then when it's like, okay, what are you offering him? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a good person and <laughs> I'm I'm real. And right. Basically, nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't take the time to think of what they're offering, just what they want. Right. And in a relationship, like you said, it's not a one-way deal. you got to give as well as receive. Yes. And so I agree with you on that. I'm going to agree to disagree with you. I think men do it too. No, I, said, I didn't say men do it. Don't do it. You say you think said, women do I've it more. I've seen women do it a lot more. Yeah, I still think men are doing it. They're just doing it in a different way. But I don't think that men are focused on the love as much as they should be either. It's more about like, am I going to have freedom? Am I going to be able to have sex with multiple partners? They just come at it from a different angle than women do. I think women are more focused on security. They're focused on looks. They're focused on finances. And I think men are more focused on beauty. I think they're focused on sex. I think they're focused on, I'll call it the chill factor. Men really want a woman who's chill and that they can get along with and doesn't fight them and give them a hard time. So I think both sexes are doing it. But really, the point of this whole conversation is what should they be focused on when it comes to love and dating? And it really is about taking care of someone, being there for someone and wanting that. That's the part that I think is missing. You know, when it comes to our relationship, I want to do things for you. I want to love you. I want to wake up with you. Even the things that annoy me about you, I still want to love you and be there for you. And I think that if daters could start thinking thoughts like that, like, you know, I want someone that I want, that I feel amazing with and not so much focused on what are they lacking? What do they not have? What are they not going to show up with? Like it's, there's a fear underlying in dating where it's more of like, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to have regret. I got to make sure he's perfect. I got to make sure she's perfect. And the thing is, love is not perfect. There's no perfection in love. People have flaws. Everybody has flaws. And so when you focus on trying to avoid the flaws, you are not focused on what you can love about them. You have to think, I can love someone even if they're not perfect. Mm. You know, it takes me back to when I was dating. Mm -hmm. Basically, not only did I have to get clear on what it is that I wanted, So, for example, I wanted someone that I could have spiritual conversations with, intelligent conversations. Mm -hmm. I wanted someone that was a go-getter, that was ambitious, that wanted to accomplish big things in life and not just settle for mediocrity. I wanted someone that that I was attracted to. But all the things that I came up with, I also flipped it on myself. Like, what am I offering? Yeah. And for me, it was, one, I'm going to offer you deep, spiritual, great conversations. Mm -hmm. I'm going to offer you loyalty. I'm going to have your back through things and thin. I'm going to accept and love you unconditionally. I am going to offer a big life to that individual. I'm going to love that person. Uh And so it was like, it's a two-way street. And a lot of times when I was dating, I would find women that couldn't tell me back really in detail what they had to offer. It was very vague. Like, oh, I'm a good person. Or I can cook. 
really good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, that's a great plus. Right. But give me more. <laughs> Love is more than cooking right. and that kind of thing. And yeah, then the no, thing I get is, it. if you expect a lot, right. then you better be willing to offer in return a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of it goes back to, and we talk about this a lot, you guys, the stories that you tell. I've noticed in dating, the stories are all about the dater. Like, I want this. I need that. And if you start saying to yourself, like, I have so much love to give. I want to share my life with someone. I want to make someone else's life better and someone to make my life better just by being with them. And, you know, Anthony, you offer so much more in love. I think one of the greatest things that you offer in love is you actually put me first. You know, you always say you fill your own void and all of that stuff, but you do an amazing job of loving me and making sure that I have what I need. You listen to me. You ask me how I feel. You're willing to work through conflict with me. Like that's love. Those are the deeper things. You're vulnerable with me. You share your true feelings. You're extremely affectionate. Like I would like to see daters focus more on those things. Like I want someone who's kind to me and loving to me and takes care of me and that I want to take care of Mm -hmm. and that I feel kindness towards and not judgment. And I'm not looking at them like, you know, what do you have to offer? There's a saying, when you're just focused on yourself, the tendency is to not feel that great. When we just focus only on ourselves, we tend to find flaws. The brain is designed for survival. And so when you look at love and dating through the filter of what do I want? What do I need? Just me, 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 me. Your brain is just going to keep throwing survival tactics at you. Like, no, that one's not good. No, this, he doesn't have this or she doesn't have that. And it's going to be harder to connect with someone because it's like a defense mechanism comes up from your brain Mm -hmm. and no one is ever good enough. Like if you're down or, you know, when you're struggling in life, if you focus on other people, like who can I help? Who can I love? Who can I take care of? You actually feel better Mm -hmm. and your, your brain calms down and you get out of survival mode and your heart opens and you actually have more loving energy. You actually exude more love and you'll actually be a more loving person, which is more attractive than a person that's showing up to interview you and make sure that you check off all the boxes of what they're looking for for this ideal dream life that their egos created in their head that is not real because it's never going to go that way. As close mm-hmm. as we are, as much as we love each other, we still have conflict. We still get annoyed with each other. We don't always do what each other wants each other to do. But we nor, nor should we. Nor should we. But we love each other enough to be okay with it. It's not a deal breaker. Our brains don't go, leave him, <laughs> run from him. He's not it anymore because he's not perfect. My right. my brain says you love him and that's part of who he is and you can love all of who he is, even if you don't agree. Right. I agree with that. And you do the same thing for me. You support me. You're, you're loyal to me. You look out for me. Mm-hmm. My happiness matters to you. Yeah. And when I'm not happy, it bothers Ooh, it's you. that. My happiness, yeah. your happiness matters yeah. to me. That's good. And that's how I feel about you. I feel like even though I put you first in a way, mm-hmm. in actuality, I'm still putting myself first as far as taking responsibility for my happiness. But I put you first in a different way because when you're happy, it makes me happier. Mm-hmm. And I get joy out of seeing you happy, at peace, and being at your best and feeling good. Yeah. Even though it's not my job, I signed up to be supportive. 
yes. in that area to mm-hmm. encourage you and try to empower you to get into that state of mind, so that happiness. And it's like we always say, it's like we can have a drink that we both like <laughs> yeah. and it's the end of the drink. Right. And most couples just be like, oh, I'm going to drink it. Right. But we're not like that. I'm like, hey, there's only a little left. I know we both really like this, this dish or drink, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Here, you have this piece. So we Instead share. of me having it. And then you'll take a little bit and you go, here, baby, you have the rest of it. I go, no, let me take a tiny bit and then I give it back to you. Here, you have it. So it was down to the last crumb. Yeah. We've just been passing it back and forth. And I think that that's the key right there. To go not me, 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 it's we, we, we. Yes. And when we are happy, then me are happy. <laughs> so that's that's the approach that I think works. I hope people could remember that we, we, we makes me, me, me yeah, <laughs> happy. That's right. That's the key. But, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big piece that's missing. And wanting to make each other happy is not about being perfect. It's about that's the desire. My desire in love and dating has always been to love on someone else. And I truly believe that when I give my heart and I love, I'm going to get that back. So that's my story, right? Like, I believe that's how it's going to go. And I think for a lot of people, they're scared. Uh, They're scared to love deeply. They're scared to be that vulnerable and have that much of an open heart. Because if it doesn't go well, then they feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. No, you should always do that. If it doesn't go well, that's just not your person. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't have an open heart and love. Because that's really what you're seeking. Like, your ultimate goal in love and dating is to be in love and to care for someone and to be cared for. And so you have to practice that and not everybody can receive it. You know, we've worked with some couples where they hold back from that and it eventually ends the relationship because they're not willing to be vulnerable enough to give love to each other. They're waiting, right? Like I call it like the, it's like the Mexican Mm. standoff. I'm going to wait until you give me so much love, then I'll give it back to you. And the other person's doing that. And guess what happens? Nothing. Mm-hmm. The love does not flow and the relationship does not evolve. So you can't hold back your love and caring for someone, waiting for them to be perfect right. and expect that you're going to get married and have a happy, loving marriage. It just doesn't work like that. Right. How you practice is how you play. Yes. And I think a big part of that, too, is vulnerability. Yep. To me, I think that that was one of the main things that I took pride in that I had to offer to a partner. Mm-hmm. And there are not a lot of men out there or the majority of men, I should say, are not going to be vulnerable because they're taught and we're programmed to not be vulnerable in a way that you need to be in order to build and sustain a great relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that going into it, if you're single, that should be one of the first things that you should want to offer, have to offer, and want back in return. Because without that vulnerability, there's not going to be a great relationship. Then too, this goes back to being relationship active. Right. And relationship active is basically that if you want this great relationship, Mm -hmm. and you know what it looks like, and you're committed to it, it's like you want to climb that mountain Mm -hmm. and get to the top. And then you want a partner that wants that too. So basically, you're willing to do whatever it takes to get it. Yeah. To grow in whatever ways you need to grow in order to have it. That's called relationship active. And if you're relationship active, you have to make sure during dating that that person you select is relationship active. 
Yeah. You need two people to be relationship active in order for it to work. Otherwise, it's like you're climbing a mountain and you're tied to this person and they don't want to climb, but you want to climb. And eventually you both are going to be pulled down. Right. And so the key while you're dating, don't wait till afterwards. Make sure that's a big part of your criteria. You have to be it and then find a partner that wants it. You shouldn't have to talk that partner into no. it. You shouldn't have to manipulate or Mm-mm. coax them into it. They need to feel that strong desire to have it just as much as you do. And I think being realistic about what love is, like love shows up in the smallest things. And I think when people are dating, sometimes they romanticize love, right? It's like what they're seeing on TikTok and what they're seeing on mm-hmm. social media, beauty all the time and dressed up and going to fancy dinners and champagne yeah. and Honey, that that ain't love. Love is when he gets up and takes the garbage out before the garbage man comes and and that's handled. And, you know, you make sure your house is taken care of and he's loving your kids and bringing you tea when you're sick. Like those are the things that are really what show you what love is. Mm -hmm. You know, we were together like 10 years before we got married. And I remember thinking every day, like, I just love you so much. I just love waking up with you every morning. Like that's all I wanted. And everybody was like, don't you want to get married? And he's not marrying you. And he's not proposing. And I'm like, I have what I want. I love him. He loves me. We take care of each other. Like I'm just thrilled to wake up next to this man every day and be able to talk to him and touch him and listen to what he thinks. I love your mind. I love the way that you think. I love the way that you do most things. Mm. I'll love everything, Mm. but I love the way you do most things. And that makes it easy to not get snagged on the things that I don't like that you do. Like they're so minuscule compared to my focus, which is how much I just love you. And when I say I love you, I love all of you. Even the stuff I don't like, I still love it because it's part of you. And then my point of this topic is don't make it all about you and what you need and what you want and how they need to be and how they need to look and what other people are going to think and how it's going to look to the world. Make it about what you need and what they need to feel love. It's not about how it looks. It's about how you feel with each other and how you care about each other and how you take care of each other as you move forward in life. Beautiful. Well, listeners, we helped you guys figure that out, what you need to be focused on and what you need to offer. And maybe you have to stop and think about it. Take the time out and write it down. Write on the list what you want as well as what do you have to offer. Yes. And when you can make that list of what you have to offer longer than the list of what you want in a partner, then now you're playing with power. Yes. Now you're doing some good stuff. When you make that list, you'll see how lovable you actually are. And I think that that's a part of it too. Like sometimes people are focused on what they want because they're waiting for someone to show them how lovable they are. By making your list, you're showing yourself, I have a lot of love to give. I have a lot to offer. And that's going to shift your energy and love and dating and you'll show up a better partner. That's right. Good job. Good job. Thanks, Ben. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We love and appreciate all your support and love. And if you guys are interested in coaching with us one-on-one, then you can go to theamazingclarks.com and sign up for coaching. We can coach on Zoom or by phone. It's just like being in person. And so if you haven't got a copy of our book yet, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, make sure you go out and get a copy today and available at amazon.com. Last thing I want to add, 
is if you're interested in becoming a certified life coach, check out our Life Coach Academy at the Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy. And those of you that have questions, if you want tips, you want to do a coaching session, go to our podcast show notes and sign up. We are happy to coach you live on our show or give you tips or you could share your situation with us. We promise to be loving and kind with you. Free coaching. (laughs) Yes. All right. So great show. There you go. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it. See you next time. See you next time.